What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. One, two, one, two, three, go. I will always have life that can be part Bittersweet relationship starts from the heart Imagine if you woke up and felt it's all a dream I feel that every day and turn my life into a movie screen But I would never trade it or think to let it go I want to show the world and give them all a chance to know Feeling deeper, feeling deeper I can only take you deeper Take a breath, feel the burn Life has its crazy cycles and that's the end of your turn Okay, hello. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that was my bad. I hope you guys can hear me. Let me know if you can hear me. Say something in the chat so that way I know um, that we're good. All right. <laughs> I don't have to pee or anything. Don't you worry. <laughs> Friggin', I hung up the phone on accident because I'm trying to send all these text messages. Can you guys hear me good? Uh, I hope so. Oh, no, you can't hear me. Oh, God, thank God. Okay, 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 cool. Okay, well, anyways, welcome to Thirsty Thursdays with your host, the Dream Teacher. Thank you all so much for coming out tonight. Um... It's going to be a very intense show. Uh, today's show topic is about light workers, or is it the devil's work? Um, now, I've been doing a little bit of research today, and of course, going through my life studies as well and my own experiences. It's been quite an interesting ride, as usual. 
But oh, why is my show not streaming? Hmm. This is making me salty. Hang on, I need to figure this out right quick before anything else happens. Oh, okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Woo! Okay. So, <clears throat> there's been this huge, huge debate, um, at least going on in my own mind. Now, I found light work. It's, they're called light workers. People that are light workers, they work in lieu of the light. And then there's also um, the poor opposite, which is like the Bible thumpers and the people that have lived by the Bible for ages and ages, ever since it was written. And now there's like new stuff being written. There's new things being put into place. There's um, new ideas, new ways of thinking. And it's getting pretty interesting. So I really, really wanted to touch upon this subject. And I wanted to kind of either weigh out the pros and cons of each or pretty much figure out, you know, which one is right, which one is the right story. And we're definitely going to get into that tonight. Um, but first, I do want to talk about what is going on in the air. Um, probably, <laughs> I'm probably having a little trouble with these communication issues because uh, we're in a lunar time zone, or time lapse pretty much right now, where it is completely void and the moon is not in any sign. It was just in Aries, and uh, I was definitely feeling the Aries energy of the moon. I was getting really, really heated and angry, and like, my way was always right, and err, <laughs> don't get in my way. So I was definitely feeling that, trying to like, you know, not take it out of context and proportion here, and to keep a level head, and try to actually go with the feelings instead of letting them consume me and become way too overdramatic, which I can tend to do that because I'm a Leo. Well, I have my moon in Leo, so I get a little emotional and a little dramatic. <laughs> What's with all the arrows in the chat room? Jeez, you guys are weirdos. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But it's been very intense, and now I'm excited because, let's see, at around 2.46 in the morning, Pacific Standard Time, so that's 2, 3, 4, 5 o'clock here, Eastern Time Zone, um, we will be entering, the moon will be entering the sign of Taurus. Woo! That is me. All right. And I'm very excited because it is the sign of exaltation and how matters and business, blah, blah, blah. So, oh, got some new followers. Good shit. Um, so, uh, I'm just very excited. It's like that sigh of relief that, oh, my goodness, everything's going to be okay. <laughs> like I said, I was definitely feeling that heated energy. But I'm glad it's finally dispersing and heading out. Um, let's see. I wonder where the heck everybody is. Hmm. Oh. I know it started at 9.30. Oh, I probably didn't tell... I didn't even tell people that. I just told them to call in or go online. Whatever. Whoever wants to show up, they can show up. Um, 
So I do want to discuss something. I did just go through, like, right before coming on air, I went through this crazy, like, realization, and uh, I'm totally dealing with one of my addictions right now, and it is very hard. As you can probably hear the stress and tension in my voice, it's been so, such a difficult road and such a stupid one at that. Friggin', uh, I used to totally be into smoking and, like, it was my thing and I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me as I sat there and smoked. It was so ridiculous. So, I wanted to address that and make notes that addictions are not good at all. They are just something that really is going to hold you back your entire life unless you let go of them. You know, I keep, I always forget, you know, addiction is just a vehicle that allows you to reach a higher state of mind. And, well, you know what? I don't need a vehicle anymore to get to that. I have a vehicle, and that's my body. And I'm using it stupidly while I was making poor decisions and, ugh, just stupid things. And somebody younger than me and in the city that I live in brought me to this attention and this awareness, and I'm very, very thankful for it. I couldn't believe it was, you know, right around the corner. I mean, I knew there was a reason why I was here and still stuck here, you know, and why I couldn't move away and why I always came back and nothing but worked out. But I think now, now that I finally released and realized and became aware, I can finally move on with my life. I can finally get over this hurdle. And, you know, I was really waiting for somebody else to quit for, you know, to quit smoking for and to get over my addiction. But I really cannot wait for anybody else because nobody else can really bring me out of it. Only myself can. And somebody else actually helps me in the process, you know, which I'm so grateful for because it's like, it's nice to actually get my health back in return. And they didn't help me. They didn't, like, make me overcome it. They just helped me to realize. And, like, sometimes it just takes an an outside influence, you know, an outside perspective for you to realize, you know, something that's gone terribly wrong and you just don't even know it when it's sitting in front of your face. (sighs) Okay. Um, Well, a light worker is a person that, works, is a very spiritual person. Actually, I'm just going to straight up give you the definition because I'll tell you exactly how these people view light workers, And then it'll be a much, much better way of communicating. Okay. Mm, no, I don't like this site. Please hold. I'm going to give you the exact definition. Uh, uh, uh. But yeah, so I'm so glad that I got in my addictions gone and pretty much like out of my system like thank god Ugh. it was so tying me down it was just so horrible oh my goodness oh my goodness and like as soon as I like had my realization I just cried I cried and I just released and it felt so good Oh my gosh, amazing.
such a good release, and I was calling. I mean, I don't know if you guys believe in, like, archangels or angels at all, but, like, it's something that was brought to my attention after I got a reading um, yesterday on a show that I was pretty much brought to, and I don't know why I was brought there, but um, everything just worked out perfectly, and I just happened to be there, and I got an amazing reading. And this, and uh, the reader, um, his name is Matt uh, Kernsey, I think. I don't remember. I'll definitely send you the link if you would like to look him up. But he told me that there was, um, he saw three archangels coming through me. And it was Azriel, Raphael, and Metatron. And two of them are like angels of death. Actually, I do want to read um, what they are. Hang on, let me tell people that the show starts now. <laughs> now. Okay. And Sorry, I'm such a busy guy. Uh, yeah, make sure if you guys need to stay updated on, check all of the, just check the Facebook, make sure you add me on Facebook, and that way you know uh, what's going on. Okay, now back to the Archangels, um, Azrael, Raphael, and Metatron, apparently they're following me and working through me, and I totally kind of understand that because I'm way too comfortable with death at times. Actually, all the time, I'm so comfortable with it. And Azrael and Metatron are like angels of death. So I'm going to find out um, what exactly they mean. And that way, I just want to share it with you just because it's so it's so interesting. Like, it's so crazy. Light on, light on. I got Leona stuck in my head right now. Okay. So, actually, I'm just going to tell you what archangels are. Um, all archangels end with the E-L suffix. E-L meaning in God, and the first half of the name meaning what individual angel specializes in. Archangels are able to be in many places at one time. You never have to feel that your quote-unquote problem isn't important enough to bother them with. That is what they're there for, to help you grow. The most popular archangels are Michael, Raphael, Gabriel, and Uriel, who are depicted in the Christian Bible. There is a debate as to the name of the other archangels. In the 8th century, the Christian church became alarmed at the rampant adoration of angels by the Christian community. For some reason, an unknown reason, in 745 A.D., under Pope Zachary, a Roman council ordered seven angels removed from the ranks of the church's recognized angels, two of them being Archangels Uriel and Ragel. Um, and here on this site, they recognize there are many archangels, and there's much debate to who they are and how many they actually are, but they've listed the seven Judeo-Christian angels as, let's see, Michael, Raphael, Gabriel, Uriel, Kamuel, <laughs> Japhael, and Raguel. Okay, they're fun to say, but I don't even know how to say all of them. Um, I'll, send, I'll put the little link in the chat if you would like to see it. And you can uh, click on that if you wish. But let's see. 
Raphael is the healing power of God. So he is one um, very, very, very powerful healer. Um, very funny, chummy, blah, 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 blah. Okay, now where's the other ones? All right, now these are the other archangels. Now, Azrael is the much-feared angel of death. In both Islamic and Hebrew lore, Azrael's name means whom God helps. So Azrael's primary role is to help people cross over to heaven at the time of physical death. He comforts people prior to their physical passing, making sure they don't suffer during death, and helps them assimilate on the other side. Working as a grief counselor, he surrounds grieving family members with healing energy and helps them cope and thrive, thrive and absorbs their pain. Um, oh, this is really cool to think about. Now, as soon as I, I heard this next uh, sentence, I got this crazy image in my head. Okay. Azrael has eyes and tongues exactly equal to the number of people inhabiting the world. Each time he blinks one of his eyes, it signifies that another person has died. Azrael also keeps track of the dying by recording the births of the living and erasing the names of those who have died. So, very interesting. An angel of death, okay? That's the one angel that he told me was around me. And the other one is Metatron, and of course Raphael that I mentioned earlier. Um, one of the only two archangels whose name does not end in E-L, and one of the only two archangels who were human before becoming angels. Um... Let's see, the meaning of Metatron is unclear, but some believe it means he who occupies the throne next to the divine throne, which is the angel of presence, or that his name is a derivation of the name Yahweh, the Jewish term for the unspoken sacred name of God. Ooh, that reminds me of Awa from Avatar. Hmm, that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, let's see. One of the most important angels in the Western tradition, he represents the supreme angel of death, to whom God daily gives orders as to which souls will be taken that day. Manitron transmits these orders to his subordinates, Gabriel and Samuel. So, as soon as I read that, I'm like, oh my gosh, great. I've got two angels of death and then a healer behind me. This is pretty interesting. So, I don't know what to make of that, but um, I don't know. It makes sense, like I said, because um, I am way too comfortable with that. So crazy. Oh my gosh, there's a Dionysus hierarchy of angels. That's crazy. Dionysus is a good friend of mine. That's so funny. I'm going to have to check this out later. But now to answer your question, um, Evie, I'm pretty sure, Lightworkers are people who have chosen to do their part to assist Earth and mankind in their ascension. A uh, lightworker is a term given to those who are actively on the spiritual path. Now, all lightworkers are starseeds or walk-ins, and starseeds and walk-ins only become lightworkers when they have made the conscious choice to begin their spiritual path and assist others. Lightworker is also a term that can be used to describe the etheric Syrian and Orion human soul group. This group was the remnant of Lyran humans that survived the first great galactic war. They are the heirs of Earth, and having been here the longest, are considered indigenous. So, oh, okay, an indication of a light worker is they experience an awakening and begin the spiritual path. They have a deep heart connection to Earth and drawn to help save her, and many are drawn to grid and vortex Earth. Now, that is what um, the website 
NiberianCouncil.com has described Lightworker is. And it's this whole thing about the Galactic Federation. Now, apparently, and this is the kind of story or whatever, what have you, was going around. There's this whole Galactic Federation, and it is made up of these other beings, these unearthly beings that live up in the stars and like Sirius and Orion and apparently there are other planets and stuff and these beings reside there and like they're more advanced and more evolved than we are and apparently we're receiving messages from them and people are channeling them and now people are channeling angels and I guess they've people have been channeling for a long time and they've been you know, giving messages from, quote-unquote, the other side. And, like, they tell us all these crazy things. But, like, I don't know what to make of it. Like, some of it, it just seems so far-fetched. And some of it's, like, actually kind of makes sense. And that leads me to the point of, like, the Bible. Now, the Bible is a story from our past. And this galactic federation is from the future. So I feel like it's a mix of both. They're both intense stories. Now, the Bible, of course, we all know the whole story of the Bible, how it was made. We all know that, you know, typical biblical story, and there's many chapters, and yada, 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 yada. Well, you know, I just got to say that we were not around for either of the stories, and the people here, I'm sure, have not witnessed or experienced anything of both natures. And so my opinion is that I'm pretty sure that each story doesn't even matter or relate to us. I'm pretty sure that each story is just something that's put there to kind of either guide us or to just give us ways to stray off of our own path. And I think that's the only thing that's important, is following your own path. Like, nobody else can tell you what your reality is made up of, except you. You're the only one that understands it, because you're the only one that's actually living it. You know, you have such a unique and individual uh, perspective on life, and nobody's ever going to have that same one. I mean, we can experience similar things, we can experience similar feelings, but we're never going to experience the same exact life. So how can others possibly know what we're going through? And that's definitely another show that's going to be brought up is experience versus understanding. And hopefully Dionysus will be joining me for that one. Um, but like, it's just, it really baffles me. And it's getting to the point where it's getting extreme. We have a lot of extreme, extreme emotions with people that believe in the Bible and believe in God, that Jesus is the Son of God, and that, you know, he came here and saved the world, and now he's going to come do it again at the second coming or whatever. And now we have this whole light worker thing. And they say, and they, whoever they are, I don't even know who they are, they say that, you know, there's an ascension coming, 
I know a lot of people have um, assimilated it with 2012, and that um, it is just going to be this crazy craziness, and oh my gosh. All right, you know what I'm going to do is read you, um, I'm going to read you a channel from Melanie Beckler, and this is from lightworkers.org. And I'm pretty sure it's funded by the Goldring Game of Enlightenment, which I did hear that that game, or that game, that whole website, the whole foundation, was a bunch of BS. But like, I feel very powerful about it. It has some very transformative tools in there, and I think it might be worth you checking out. Maybe not donating or getting into, but definitely worth something checking out. So I'm going to read this channel for you. It's very intense, and it's going to take a minute. So, if you're open, be willing to listen. And here we go. This is a channel from Metatron, Archangel Metatron. And again, the channeler is Melanie Beckler. All right, here we go. Greetings. I am here. I am Archangel Metatron, and as always, it's an honor to connect with you beautiful beings of light. Thank you for being here, for you see, as you consciously connect, looking within and opening your heart and expanding your frequency. You're doing a grand service to your world and to your species. For change happens within each and every one of you, inside of you. Choosing the light, lifting in love, will not only have a profound impact on your reality, but also on everyone whom you come encountered with. The ripple effect, we will call it, as your vibration increases, so does the vibration of those whom you encounter. So breathe in now deeply. Breathe the light that surrounds you and feel your energy lift. You may feel a tingling in your crown chakra. This is my energy and allow it to connect with you now. You are safe as you are lifted now into the higher realm. I wish to discuss this evening the current energy on your planet and the many changes that you are each experiencing. You may have noticed that from day to day how you feel varies greatly and there is a specific reason for this. You see, the energy on your earth is changing every day. No two days are the same, but instead it is always new. I point this out for it is very important for you to realize that what you did yesterday that works for you in order to stay in joy is not the same as what you will work for that will work for you today to stay in joy. Remember, as energy is constantly changing, you too must also be willing to constantly change and adapt by your willingness to do this you allow yourself to stay in a state of joy always. Unwillingness to change is what gets you stuck in habits that no longer serve you. Be willing to embrace the love. Um, be willing to embrace the new each day. For each day is a new day with new lessons to be learned. Your willingness will help you to live in joy and love. And after all, that is what you are here to do. I remind you that change is happening on your earth. It has been said that this is the only constant. The only thing that you can be sure of is that change will always happen. So do not latch on and try and hold on to anything, to how you currently feel or what your current experience is, for it is guaranteed that this too will change. Be willing to go with the flow. We will call this riding the wave of light, adjusting and changing. This is required of you at this time. Um, let's see. Well, it goes on and on and on and on. Um, I'm going to read this part, just this one next paragraph, and then we'll discuss a little bit about it. 
I wish to point out that during these changes, much light is flooding onto your planet. We have talked of this before, but I see that it is important to reiterate this now, and so I will do so. Light. White light. Light consciousness streaming to your planet. This is the energy of the divine realm of love and of joy. So one would think that as it pours onto this planet, it would be easier to stay in a state of love and joy. But unfortunately, this is not always the case. While this is the direction you are moving towards, and I do see that in your life, it is possible for you to stay in a state of joy always. But know that currently your world does not exist in a state of duality. In every aspect of your reality, you can see contrast. Oh, excuse me. Your world does exist in a state of duality. I was going to say, I'm like, wait a minute, that didn't make any sense. Not, not after what I just read earlier. Okay. <laughs> in every aspect of your reality, you can see contrast. You can see light and you can see dark. This is why you experience turmoil, why you experience challenges. For even within you lies light and lies dark. And now as light pours into your planet, the darkness is stirred up. Old belief patterns within you that have been repressed, past life memories, and even memories from your current reality that are challenging, that are negative, and that are painful have been pushed down deep, buried. You've not dealt with these painful emotions, and instead you've buried them under layers under a wall. You see, your soul exists inside of you. Your spirit, your divine light, yes, this is here. But around your soul, there are other layers. There is the layer of the psyche, which for many of you, you've created a thick wall and a moat and barbed wire and all these things are preventing others and preventing yourself from being able to see who you really are, the divine being that is inside of you. There is then the level of personality and of ego that, of course, wants to stay in fear and wants you to stay disconnected from who you really are. For as you fully embrace your divinity, your ego is dissolved. This is where you are headed, but your ego is afraid, and so it is gripping on tighter now than ever. And as light pours onto your earth and into your being, these negative experiences from your past are coming up, and so you may be feeling great one day, and then more light comes in, and all these things come up, and suddenly you feel terrible and you don't know what to do. You feel trapped. It feels hard, and it is hard. We honor this, and we honor you for your willingness to go through this, for you are serving your soul and you are serving humanity and encountering these issues. These are coming up for release so that they may grow beyond them. It is my advice to you that you release these emotions and memories as they come up. They are coming up for specific reasons, for you to release, and know that choose you not to release them. They will continue to confront you until you do. So when out of nowhere, as it seems, you feel angry at another human being, know that you are really not angry at them, though yes, it does seem to be the case to you, but really they are acting as a mirror for you, and your true anger is with yourself. And this does not feel good, so when you feel this, release it. Release it by simply choosing to do so. This can be challenging, so you may also say, Archangel Metatron, please assist me in simply choosing to do so. Oh, and releasing this anger into the light and replacing it with unconditional love. Notice how you're even hearing these words. Now you've experienced an increase in your personal vibration. Release is powerful. 
And it is a powerful tool in your tool belt, your ascension tool belt, your changing earth tool belt. Are you aware of the other tools you have available to you? Meditation is also so powerful. I cannot stress this enough. Um, hang on. The importance of quieting your ego mind through meditation or through simply experiencing silence on a daily basis. Quiet your ego. It is not serving you anymore. Yet many of you believe it to be true and you believe that you are it. I affirm to you now that you are not. The truth of who you are is one who is able to remain in a vibration of unconditional love all of the time. So the voice that tells you otherwise, the voice that worries, that doubts, that complains, that fears, that sees fault in and judges others, this is your ego. And as you notice your ego doing these things, making judgments and being fearful, take a step back and take on the position of the observer. As you do this, you disassociate from the ego and you take your power back. Now is the time for you to do this. Take your power back. You are a powerful being, powerful beyond all measure, and one with all that is. But it's up to you to embrace this, to release the things that no longer serve you, and to step into your true nature. This is what the ascension process is all about, and it is going on right now. It is not something that is going to happen on December 21st, 2012. If you wait until that day to experience it, I say to you, you will miss it. But rather, the change has already begun. Your illusion of time is quickening, and many of you, the veil, and for many of you, the veil of illusion has already begun to be lifted. And this is good. The truth of who you are is a powerful psychic being. You are connected with inner guidance. You are connected with love. You are able to stay in this heightened vibration all the time. You are able to do this. So your tools of release, of meditation, and the third tool available to you, affirmation. We have discussed how your ego will always want you to return to fear-based thinking. And you can release these thoughts to me, Metatron, or through your conscious thoughts. You can meditate to learn to tame and take your power back from your ego. But these thoughts of ego do create at a subconscious level. At a subconscious level, you are creating things that you do not want, whether you like it or not. And most of the time, you are completely unaware of these subconscious creative beliefs. This is why you often find things in your reality that are not what you truly desire. Know that a powerful, positive thought, a focused and deliberate power, positive thought, is more powerful than a subconscious, unknown negative thought. Okay. I don't think I'm going to go any further right now. But that is um, a channel from Archangel Metatron. And that was on 17th of February, 2010, at 4.02 p.m. Now, these are the kinds of things that light workers deal with. They... They handle channels from other beings, from other planets, and they do some very just intense work. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Like it's so, it's so weird and so unworldly. And like sometimes I feel like these people are crazy for even thinking that. But then again, some things in there that were, you know, that were. Through Metatron 
seem to actually be like real. Like they seem to be things that I can directly relate to myself. And I don't know if you guys have anything, if you have any opinion about what you just heard, um, you can definitely uh, call in, raise your hand, do whatever, talk about it. But I would definitely like to get some uh, feedback here. Um, but uh, let's see. So this is it's just like a tip of the iceberg. There's so much more information out there. There's so many other things to read and look up on. And you can uh, look it up yourself if that really resonates with you and if you feel that's something that is uh, going to guide you into a better place. But know that there's no better guidance system than your own. And you can call upon it whenever you need to. I hope most of you are doing that now. And now that brings me, let's go to the other side of it. We'll go back to the duality and go back to the Bible. No, the Bible, and there's this one website. Let me get here real quick. It talks about how um, the whole light worker thing is just a scam and that it's nothing that it shouldn't be even looked upon, it shouldn't be, people should not be interacting with it, blah, blah, blah. Um, let's see, I posted both links so you could get to both pages if you wanted to discover more information on my Facebook page. Again, if you really want information from me, make sure you follow me on Facebook. That's the best way to get it. Otherwise, listen to the show. Okay, now... But as soon as you enter the site, it says, are you a spiritual light worker? Do you practice something which is named as light work? And this is how they address it. Then this is your site. I used to practice light work actively in a spiritual way myself and recognized only late that it is one of the devil's sneakiest lies who, sneaks, who seeks to hinder people from finding the one and only way to an eternal life with God, a lie not easily to unmask. This beguilement is part, particularly perfidious as most lightworkers are very nice people who have dedicated themselves to a wonderful task standing up for light and love. Almost all lightworkers I got to know were kind and diligent people, eager to change the bad conditions on planet Earth to the better. The more tragic it is that these peaceful and idealistic people will rush into personal disaster if they don't turn around and commit to their true Savior and Master, Jesus Christ. I'm not talking about any Jesus being presented by the devil to the lightworkers. I'm not talking about the lightworker Jesus, quote-unquote, or an alien incarnated as Jesus on earth, nor a fantasy Jesus like Lord Sananda. You've got to believe Jesus Christ is not and has never been a lightworker, nor an ascended master or incarnation, of a consciousness of Christ whatsoever. I'm talking about the Jesus of the Holy Bible, the Son of God, God himself. Do you state to believe in God and that he even plays an important role in your light work? This is exactly what I used to think about my light work. But then I realized that it is exactly one of the devil's these perfidies, I don't know, whatever, they keep using this word, who preaches about a different God than the God of the Bible, 
What I had labeled as God in the past has almost nothing to do with the true God of the Bible. My goal with this site is to report my experiences to as many lightworkers as possible, how God rescued me from irreversible downfall, and how he has shown me the only way to receive the mercy of having eternal life in his presence. It is my big hope that many lightworkers would turn around and see in what fakeness they have believed, for it would be a shame for every single one to get lost forever. May God bless all readers. Okay, so now this person takes it to the opposite, the extreme. Now, apparently they used to be a light worker, and they actively did their spirit work with the light work, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, first of all, I don't know if I believe this as well. I mean, I don't know which story is true or which even one is I don't know if there is a true one, honestly. But these are the two main things that I find most people following. And right away, this one kind of speaks to me in a more vulgar manner, and not even like the other website where the light worker is just so far-fetched and unbelievable and that nobody's ever heard of it, that how can you believe something so crazy? Well, this here is like they're forcing it on you. And they're like, um, they already get, have given God a sex, which I don't, I don't even know if that's true. Um, and then, not to mention, they don't even complete proper English, which, you know, that's okay, whatever. But just how they say that this is the only way to believe in something and the only way that God is real. I don't think that's right. I don't think that there's only one way to believe in him. And, like, I mean, you could argue that to say if that was so, you know, then there would be a book to follow it. Okay, well, there is the Bible. But, like, I don't know. I don't know about the Bible. It just seems, of course, it's there. I think it has some good information. But I don't know. Oh, gosh. Sorry, I keep getting text messages. <sighs> this is like the big complex that I have right now, and it's getting so intense. Um, okay, I need to clear my mind real quick, and <laughs> I need to play a little bit of a song. Um, I don't even know what the hell to play. I'm so taken aback right now. Okay, I got one. All right, um, save us, Cartel. I will be right back. Enjoy the song. Sweet. 
crazy. No, right. Which one do you believe in life workers or do you believe in the Bible thumpers? Um, I don't know. I don't. I believe in God and everything, but the Bible thing is just how do we know if it's true or if we made it up? Yeah, definitely. Like it's been written so long ago. It's like how can that even relate to us now? You know? Right. Right. It's crazy, and like now there's all this new stuff with. These star seeds and walk-ins and light workers is like, oh my gosh! Like, what are people coming up with this? I don't even get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, well, that's totally up for you to believe in. I believe in you, so we're gonna give you a little bit of a reading. Then sound good? Mhm. Okay, good stuff. All right, now what I need you to do is I'm going to count. Or no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm going to shuffle the cards for you, and I need you to count in increments from 1 to 7. And every time you say a number, I'm going to draw a card for you, okay? Okay. So go ahead and begin at number 1 whenever you're ready. So to say a number? Uh, yeah, count from 1 to 7. Count from 1 to 7? Yeah, in increments, like 1... Two, okay, one, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, that was crazy. Oh, my goodness. I feel like this is going to be a crazy reading for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm just going to tell you the images that came up, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, we have a snake. We have a road. A shamrock, a ship, a heart, a ring, and a fish. Each of these has a specific meaning, and each one kind of relates to an area of your life. Now, the very middle card um, usually represents your kind of main center of thought, and your main central card is the ship. So some travels are going to be in your mind. Um, this is like, um, the main thing. Now we're going to start at the beginning. Now we have the snake, and the snake is very um, representative of wisdom and being wise. And sometimes to be wise, you must hold your tongue a while because remember that speech is silver, but silence is golden. So okay. sometimes, you know, holding your tongue is actually way better and saying just as much as if you said anything at all. Um, and it's going to, I feel like it might relate to the travels, but I think you're just going to have to be wise about things because there's changes coming your way, and very lucky changes, actually. Um, things are going to be changing for the better for you. And it's going to be provoked um, by some sort of trip or some kind of trip of, it could be trip of mind, but it is, let's see, we have the boat next to the heart. So it could be maybe a new path in your heart. And there's going to be this very, very strong relationship um, bond with you. Uh, I wish I'm going to actually pull another card to figure out where this is coming from. But we have the heart next to the ring, which I never get that. Oh, my gosh, it's so crazy. Uh, 
Um, okay. It's something that you're scared about. Something that you're scared of and that you have been having fearful thoughts about. Um, it's that kind of, it's that relationship. Um, and it's going to, let's see, I'm pretty sure, yeah, this is something that is definitely destined to be, okay, and it's going to help you with your money, um, and I have a feeling that it has something to do with a girl. Um, I did just pull the girl card, and, well, the woman, so it could, it could relate to the mother, actually, it depends on another card, um, actually, no, it's a girl in your professional life, I pulled the lily next to the woman, so, it's a girl that has to do with something about money, I don't understand where the money's coming in, maybe money is a problem for you right now, but, it doesn't seem to be that way. I think it could be one of your fears. But money matters are moving in a good direction for you. And again, this is something that's destined. I think some very either professional woman or somebody from a professional area is going to help you with this. And maybe, um, I think, okay, what I also picked up on is that there is uh, a man, and it is next to the mouse, and the mouse is a robber mouse, and he represents um, a loss rather than a gain. It's something that's kind of nitpicking and eating away at you. Like my and husband? <laughs> <laughs> it very well <laughs> could be. This is something that, oh, it's, you're going to, okay, I did pull up the moon card, so I'm telling you to wait for the moon, wait for the full moon, you're going to have a lot of waiting time, and there's going to be a big obstacle in your near future, and it's going to be very, very interesting. Um, I also want to tell you to uh, look to your children for any kind of advice, because, you know, they're very, they're going to bring you kind of good news, if you will, and they are going to help you overcome the obstacle, and I have to mention that children are very, very, very powerful beings here on Earth, as they are um, most connected with that ultimate source, whatever you call it, God, Creator, Jesus, Lord Samanda, Metatron, whatever. Whatever you call it, they are the most connected to it, as they are so young and innocent, like, you know, they just don't know. So, I would definitely advise listening to your own children, because parenting is not just about you teaching your kids, but your kids to teach you as well. And it's such a wonderful, amazing, amazing experience, and you should definitely be lucky that you have kids to help teach you and bring you through life. Mm-hmm. So do you have any questions about your reading or any feelings or anything that you want to bring up? Um, no, not really. Just kind of nervous. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cute. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed. But I think I'm going to get going. And move on. I don't have any other callers, so I'm pretty much just going to end the show. I'm, like, done with this right now. I'm so 
like the whole talk? Um, yeah, like it just really got me like, ugh, I don't know. I just feel so gross and I don't want to continue. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to go to bed. Right. Thank you very much. All right. I will see you and talk to you later. All right. Have a good night. All right. You too. Bye. All right. That was a nice little phone call. Thank you, Anissa, for calling in to get a reading. That was very fun. Um, well, if we don't have any other callers or questions, I think I'm going to get out of here, folks. I know there's some time left, but... Um, yeah, I'm just not feeling it tonight. I knew I should have waited to do this topic another time. But, uh, again, thank you all for listening. And, uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> wow. Feels so lame. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Love you all. Sweet dreams.
love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.